Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Bruce Kirkwood. Bruce, the violinist, with us today. And when we went to uh, the break, we were talking about him picking up his brother's violin when he was five years old. And uh, I thank God your brother set it down because <laughs> it opened yeah. up some opportunities. What's so cool about the story, yeah. though, Bruce, is that you know people need to understand that that music programs. I'm I'm the product of a music program in the Gulfport School System. That music programs mm-hmm. at a young age are incredibly important. And the, the reason your brother was introduced yeah. to the violin was through the Gulfport District uh, Strings Program. Tell, tell us about that and mm-hmm. how it influenced you. Yeah. Well, my brother was introduced to it. Thank God he was, like you said. Um, and he actually was really great at it, um, but he was also very talented. He is very talented. So naturally he was pulled in different directions. Um, so the, um, the drum line at Bobby Middle School was introduced to him and it appealed to him to enough to the point where he joined that. And he kind of still played around with the violin, but it naturally fell into my hands because I was interested as well. Um, so I'm grateful that a lot of great instructors and faculty and staff surround the Gulfport School District and specifically the strings program. Um, Daniel Martinez um, is the person that I owe so much to. Um, and I can definitely say that I'm very appreciative of the sacrifices, the time and effort that he puts into the Gulfport School District strings program to make, um, to create people who want to take the violin um, is beyond school. Wow, that's, that's always so important to, to hear. <clears throat> the, the one that influenced <laughs> me was a guy named John Pearson, and um, he was okay. just such an amazing band director, and, and he taught us, you know, he taught us to be on time. He taught us, you know, the importance of practicing <laughs> and that, you know, there are no right. easy steps in life. You don't skip steps in life. You gotta, you gotta put the time in right. if you want to be great at something. And you know, that's that's true. I think of anyone who picks up a musical instrument. But you know, we have those people in our lives that just we never forget them. I mean, they're the ones who set the course for right. us. And while I didn't, you know, I still bang on the drums. But while I didn't stay <laughs> in music per se like you did, it 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 still. All of those, the, all of those learnings affected every aspect of my life uh, through today, right. and uh, I know you did. Right. So, but you were the you were the youngest violinist in the Magnolia Professional Chamber Orchestra. How was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very intimidating. I will say that I was a completely different um, person and musician at that point. Um, I hadn't quite stepped into the confidence that I have now as a musician. Um, but it was very new, very different. And like I said, it was a lot of um, I was very intimidated by it, but it was a good and healthy pressure for me to work twice as hard to work on the music, um, to even just to maintain where I was in the orchestra. Um, I know I was not first chair. I was not first violin. I was second violin. and I might have been in the back of a section, but it was an opportunity for me to grow. It was an opportunity for me to be challenged and to expand as a person. And as a musician, um, this is a group, this is an ensemble of, of foreigners, of Latinos, and it's myself and they're Caucasian. So it was a, a great introduction as well of music and culture and diversity. 
So it kind of opened up my eyes to the different paths of people who are musicians and how we can all come together um, and how music brings us together to the point where we don't see ethnicity, we don't see race, we don't see color and creed. And it was a great opportunity for me to even be a part of that, to be challenged, to travel across the country and to perform. It was an amazing experience. What a what a what a great story. Um, <clears throat> you know, you and I talked about before the before we started uh, that you know, I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of Beethoven and Vivaldi and Bach and, of course, Mozart, <clears throat> and that we agree that Vivaldi might be our favorite among them. So you played in that orchestra. You played a lot of classical music, I guess, and this was really an opportunity yes. for you to really, I mean, you know, stretch the muscles you maybe didn't have before. Tell, tell about how important right. that was. It was very important. I think as a musician, it's always good to take yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, to be challenged in certain areas. For me, it was that orchestra. It was eventually um, local youth orchestras. It was eventually University of Southern Mississippi. It was even playing as a musician at my church, different styles and genres that kind of grow you and expand you in certain areas. Um, So it was an amazing opportunity for me um, to be challenged on such a professional level um, and playing music that was far beyond at that moment what I could imagine myself ever playing, but to look back in retrospect or even every step of the way and say, wow, what I once looked at is such a challenge that I couldn't, you know, dare to approach. Now I've conquered it. Now I've worked on it. And now it's something that I can say that I do well. So it was definitely a a great opportunity to recondition my mind, um, to look at a thing as insurmountable and then to look back at it and say, I did that. And then what it does when when it when you begin to move on into other genres like blues and as you mentioned a minute ago gospel yeah. and pop and R and B and all that you ended up getting into, it really did make it those transitions easier. And I'll tell you, say something. I had a great conversation with with Steve Azar recently. Uh, Steve Azar is a writer. He you know lived in Nashville, had some hit songs, and he lives in Greenville now. And he loves being mm-hmm. in the root of blues. And he he said to me when we talked, he said, "How can something that's so painful, talking about blues and where right. it came from, mm-hmm. make you feel so good?" And you know, it's just <laughs> it's so interesting getting in touch with this music and uh, mm-hmm. and the and the talent. I mean, in Mississippi, I mean, you're you're like now a product of Mississippi. Mississippi's yeah. connection to the birth of of music and and blues and mm-hmm. so much. It, it's the history is incredible, isn't it? Mhm. So, I tell you what, to Yeah. Go ahead. To kind of talk about what you said about listening to music, even blues, you know, something that is um rooted in times and periods of times that weren't so so great, you know. Um, I think it's a testament to music itself or emotions themselves and how emotions in themselves aren't bad. It's not bad to to feel sad, to to cry, to feel um, you know, certain ways, even angry, but music kind of um connects with you and you find yourself feeling being in a good place, being in a positive place. And I think it's just a testament to show that we sometimes look at those emotions and we label them as unhealthy. We label them as bad. Or we label those times where we experience those things as bad times. But music steps into play and it says, look, these emotions are healthy to have. These feelings are healthy to have. And I think music just kind of levels the playing field and it just kind of makes everything so much more brighter and um, kind of makes people have a much more positive outlook on certain things. 
um, music is powerful in ways that we can't even understand. <laughs> you, uh, I mean, I, I can't agree more. And as I said in the beginning, music is social glue. It bonds us together. Yes. And in this time of evolution in our country, you know, there's certainly a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a lot of awakening. There's a lot of conversations in the, mm -hmm. in the country now about, you know, where do we go from here? How, how do we how do we best focus on racial injustice in a way that helps people come to grips mm -hmm. with? There's more we can do. Um, you know, it's mm -hmm. a you know we need music. We need what it brings to us, and we need people to come together. You know, I mean, people may disagree, but. Maybe we can teach people to respect one another again and to be more open to their point of view so that they, we can hear what they're saying and realize that right. there's always more evolution that we as human beings can make to understand where other people are coming from. Uh, you think about that, I'm sure. Yes. So do you uh, write? Definitely, um, yeah, go ahead. Do I write music? No, go ahead. Were you going to say something else? No, it's fine. You were asking, yeah. do I write music? Yeah, do you write? Uh -huh. I don't. I don't necessarily compose. No, but sometimes I have music floating around in my head, and I do have original music as well. Um, but I do not compose. I can, but it's just not quite my my area. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet you have writing songs in your future. I bet you do because you can't be exposed to so much, and have such a positive <laughs> view toward the world. And not want to make uh -huh. your mark. I, I predict you're going to make right. your mark, Bruce. You're already making your mark by touching people, <laughs> by opening doors, by bringing people together and all those things. Uh, you feel it, mm -hmm. don't you? I mean, you felt it before all of this yeah. unrest occurred. But you feel it even more yes. today, don't you? Even more. Even more. Yes. So, so um what I want to do, why don't you play a little something else as we as we get to go into the next, you know, to the next break, and then we'll come off on the other end. What, what, what do you want to play next? Well, speaking of originals, I think it might be fitting to um, play an original of mine, and it's actually going to be officially released uh, mid-July. Um, okay. It's called Smooth Sailing, and I'd okay. like to play that one if you don't mind. Okay, and All we'll right. take that to the break. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. Media Production.